Welcome to Close the Door and Come Here, a Game of Thrones and a Song of Ice and Fire podcast with heavy leanings towards our two favorite characters, Jamie and Brienne. Man, there was a bear bear, all black and brown and covered in hair. Hi, I'm Lot, Lady of Tarth, hyphen post, joined with Clotho. Hi, I'm Clotho, and you can find me on Twitter, at Clotho Spindle. Eon. Hey, this is Eon, I'm Eon Blue Negative on Tumblr. Jinmo. Hi, I'm Jinmo, you can find me at Jinmo on Tumblr. And Gato. Hi, I'm Gato, and you could also find me at Gato Mischief on Tumblr. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for our final watch of the season of Game of Thrones, The Dragon and the Wolf. Um, spoiler warnings for the books and the show, of course, as always. And this is your last opportunity to play bingo. <laughs> um, I think if, if uh, by the end of what, maybe next week, we'll say the next episode, if we don't have a full card bingo winner, we'll probably just give it to Corey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have decided right here and now. <laughs> All right, let's get into the episode. Um, the Unsullied stand outside the walls of King's Landing. Bronn and Jamie are preparing defenses, and they take a little time to talk about Tyrion. The Dothraki arrive. Bronn tells Jamie that he's starting to feel like they will soon be the downtrodden. And on the waters, we have John and Tyrion. Um, they're comparing city life versus country living. <laughs> Sander checks his white crate. It's super pissed. Inside the keep, Cersei is briefed by Kyburn on those that have arrived. She gives marching orders to the mountain. Kill Daenerys first, then Tyrion, Jon Snow, then whoever the hell you want. So let's talk about the Unsullied, because um, whenever I saw the Unsullied, I honestly thought they were at Casterly Rock when this was opening up. I was confused, because everything looked I know! It looked like... I mean, whenever we last saw Grey Worm with the Unsullied, they were you know, being attacked by the Greyjoys, what the hell happened? Do they have, like, pit boys, like, on Fallout, that Fallout game, where they can just, like, do a quick travel back to Dragonstone? It was. Yeah, they fast travel. There's tunnels that lead from Casterly Rock (laughs) everywhere. It's even the walls. The walls look kind of white, like the Casterly Rock walls. I thought it was Casterly Rock, and I was just like, why is Jamie and Bronn at Casterly Rock? Yeah, it was, it was really confusing. It really weirded me out because I was like, oh, I guess this is the other side of King's Landing because you could see it in, it's, it's, you know, the towers in the distance. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you there. It was a bit odd. Let's see what else we got. Oh, um, so as John, Jorah, Missandei, Tyrion, Davos, and the Dothraki arrive at the Dragon Pit, they are greeted by Lannister guards led by Bronn. Um, Brienne and Podrick are with them. Um, Brienne and the Hound exchange glances. Uh, Tyrion and Pod exchange words. Bronn hurries them along with, you can suck his magic cock later. Brienne and the Hound also exchange words, mostly about Arya. I don't know. <laughs> Refresh my memory. Like, what is this? Was this just a new joke? What is the magic cock thing? Oh, is that... Is that an old don't you remember don't in the remember. show they've made Podrick so good at lovemaking oh. that Pierce won't even take his money. Oh. I'm glad you could bring that from it, your memory. I thought he was yeah. talking about yeah. Pod sucking <laughs> Tyrion's magic over. cock. Okay, yeah, you know I'm doing a rewatch and I haven't gotten that far, so oh, geez. 
if, if I recall correctly, we lament it pretty hard about it. Yeah. Because, you know, we think of Podrick as this cute little 12-year-old boy that squires for Brienne. And here he is, oh, like, gosh. basking in whoredom in King's Landing. Oh, Tyrion. Now it all makes sense. <laughs> I, yeah. I did think that, like, the exchange between Brienne and the Hound was pretty cute. But I would think that he'd probably hold a grudge against Brienne because, I mean, she chewed off his ear. And I think he doesn't have any ears now. <laughs> I mean, I'd be pissed. Because the other yeah. ear is burnt off. That's right. Oh, my goodness. I think yeah. at this point, he's just like, he's been through so much. It's just like, I don't fucking care. Right. <laughs> Whatever. No, for sure. You're a good fighter. Oh, man. He respects that, right? <laughs> And I'm also glad that they finally gave Brienne more lines. And I, it was right. a nice little scene. Yeah. Yeah, I liked yeah it. that's true. It was good to ha- see her have some dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> Tyrion tempts Bronn with his offer to pay double whatever Cersei is offering him. And uh, then they kind of both say to each other, you know, nice to see you again. And then in the dragon pit, the Lannister banners are everywhere. Bronn taps Pod on the shoulder and asks him to go have a drink while the fancy folks talk. Was there like a significance to this? <laughs> no, it's just because Jerome Flynn can't be in the same room with Lena he- Heedy, so they have to go yeah. off. <laughs> they have to I go off drinking. On, yeah, yeah I was reading that on like jokes on Twitter about that. Like, oh, he's just asking him for drinks because he doesn't want to be in a scene with his ex. <laughs> yeah. I, it gives us hope that maybe he's gonna run off too, because I don't think he has much waiting for him in a once. I mean, he's Jamie's gone. <laughs> it's pretty clear he's on the losing side, right? Yeah. Definitely. And it like like I don't know. It felt like the camera really held on them leaving for quite a while. Like we're supposed to make note of this. Yeah, it was weird, and people kind of like you know, was it it was a Davis or John? They all kind of gave each other looks about it too. Like, is this yeah. okay? It was weird. <laughs> I like Brienne. Like, go ahead, Podrick, have fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go buy some fudge. Oh, you know, no, she's just don't go to the brothel. <laughs> she's not even thinking about the brothel. So <laughs> <laughs> like, go get your sword polished, but not that. Oh, not thinking that one. <laughs> so um, the Hound is talking about the shit city and how he doesn't want to die in the shit city, and he's blaming Tyrion for this bad idea. Cersei enters with Jamie, and we get a shot of Brienne trying to make eye contact while Jamie avoids her, and uh, Cersei glowers at Tyrion. Uh, so not cool. I didn't like this. <laughs> How dare he? How dare he avoid glancing at Brienne? I mean, really kind of like one of those. It was to brief. me, it's kind of like yeah. it's almost like he's irritated because it's like. I don't know. He's supposed to be in a relationship with Cersei, and then he sees Brienne. It's like, go away. I don't want to have feelings for you. <laughs> it, well, he got so close to her that, like, I was shouting. Like, I wanted him, her to reach out and just punch the Larry out of him. Like, he, she was so <laughs> close, she could have knocked him out. Just headbutt the Larry out of him. <laughs> yeah. he, gave, he gave her, like, I think on a gift because it didn't look the first time I watched. It, I didn't see it, but I think there's a gift where he gives. It's the slightest, like, glance, really slight. Like, yeah, I, I just thought he did glance at her. Yeah. He does. I, yeah, I mean, it's not like a whole eye. I know. Goggle, you know. I think we were expecting <laughs> he, like a uh, the the boat when he was <laughs> staring at Tar. Yeah, for me, it <laughs> looked could, like he glanced yeah. at her as in "I see you, but I'm I'm not allowed to look at you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe he's like, trying to keep I'm, that poker face strong. Yeah, maybe like a protective mechanism, right? So doesn't want Cersei to observe him. Making googly eyes. <laughs> mm. 
It really was a pit of glances, though. We had uh, Theon and Euron exchanging oh. looks, and of course, Sander in the mountain, and um, the Hound does take a minute to speak with his brother. So get hyped for next season, I guess. It sounds like it's definitely happening, right? Well, yeah. well why did he have to speak mm. in the third person? <laughs> it's weird. It was a little weird. <laughs> Wait, you when, know when who's did he coming do that? Yeah, whenever the hound is talking to the um, the mountain, he's not even saying I'm coming for you. He's like, you know who's coming for you, you know. Oh, how do you say you know what's coming for you? It just it just struck me as as odd, you know. Yeah. Well, it had me questioning, like, because I was like, what's what? Is that death? Is that obvious thing? And do they have the same guy that's played the mountain for the past couple seasons playing the mountain Uh, this season? Because he just seemed maybe shorter than Roy McCann. That's what I was. He didn't seem very tall. Yeah. I think the armor, the new armor, like, kind of hinders his height since it's, like, very big and bulky. Makes him, like, look uh-huh. squatter. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, the helmet, like, the helmet is white. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm, like, curious now. I want to look it up. <laughs> but I don't have time and Kama's not here, so I'm going to move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's usually Googling things yeah, for me. Yeah, I think me. it's the same guy, but yeah. So the hound goes to the basement while Cersei asks for Daenerys' whereabouts, um, followed by more awkward glances. Danny makes a showy entrance, flying in on Drogon. Cersei tells her, "We've been here for some, for, <laughs> we've been here for some time." <laughs> I kind of like that line actually. <laughs> that was funny. That was so funny stuff. After a brief pause, Tyrion starts the proceedings, but is interrupted by Euron taunting Theon, then getting a few jabs in at Tyrion's expense. Cersei tells him to sit down or leave. They talk some more. Jon tells them the city is about to become a million more soldiers in the undead army. Cersei doesn't believe him. Danny wants a truce um, till you know, this threat is dealt with. Cersei still isn't buying it. Tyrion tells her they have something to show her. The Hound brings out his white backpack and <laughs> releases it. It charges straight for Cersei. Jamie and the Mountain are a bit delayed in getting up in front of Cersei. Um, the Hound pulls it back and then cuts it in half. It continues to crawl. He cuts an arm off, and Kyburn picks it up and takes a good, long, curious look. <laughs> John and Davos light it on fire. John displays how stabbing it with Drake and Glass also kills it. <laughs> and I just say, I, lo- I love that. Kyburn? Are you going to say Kyburn? <laughs> oh, Kyburn about had a heart on whenever he saw that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I love that you said white backpack. Because it just brought me back to my daughter's first day of school last week where we loaded up her backpack with back-to-school supplies. <laughs> and it was like, it was just like that. No undead soldiers inside. Yeah, there was a white in her yeah. backpack. <laughs> it was almost like a science, you know, it like, felt like a science show where he held up the hand and then, you know, Quiverd was so calm. He's just like, oh, this is so fascinating. <laughs> Like, I whatever I do, just jumped out of his seat and he's almost smiling as he's going towards it. <laughs> Asking it about magic science. <laughs> yeah, this was such a professional, well put together showcase, right? It was better than the Shamwell commercial. They had, they had it all planned out. <laughs> I mean, it was like the lighting of the torch and then setting it up. You know, you know, they had to plan that. That was an impromptu. <laughs> And that, you know, the, the length of the, you know, that little, it's nitpicky, 
But they made the length of the chain. Like, how would they know to have it just enough that it would stop right at Cersei? And also, yeah. I sort of commented, you know, I was kind of shouting this out of the screen. Jamie and, and, you know, Robert Strong were both a little slow on the draw. You'd think that as, they, as King's Guard, <laughs> they should have been, like, whacking it before it even got within, like, four feet of her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they probably yeah, should have been moved, standing like, up as whenever... As, yeah. Yeah, they should have been standing up at least whenever Sander opened the box, just to be on the ready for whatever was in that box. Yeah, yeah. Right. shit guards on that that yeah. that sequence. That's for sure. <laughs> so Danny tells Cersei she didn't believe them either, and then Jamie asks how many are there, and she says one hundred thousand at least. Euron asks if they can swim, then nopes the fuck out and tells Danny to go back to her island. When winter's over, they'll be the only two people left alive. <laughs> wink, wink. Cersei tells them the dead are the true enemy. She accepts the truce, but asks that Jon keep his truce as well and not choose sides. She wouldn't ask of Daenerys and wouldn't would trust her even less if she agreed. But Ned Stark's son would be a, true to his word. John tells her that he cannot serve two queens. He tells her he's already pledged his na- his house to Daenerys. Cersei responds, then there is nothing to discuss. Enjoy your fight with the dead. And she pieces out. <laughs> I love- this was a stupid, was it not the, like, just the uh, ultimatum she gave him? <laughs> I just, I just love watching them all pile on John afterwards. Like, you know, <laughs> why? <laughs> it's kind of like what we would have done, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so, some of this stuff doesn't, it doesn't really add up because I mean, it, on the one hand, I just don't know the logic behind any of this. And it doesn't seem there's a lot of, oh, a lot of planning. I mean, what are they doing to entice her that they can even win this battle? You know, she has two dragons. I don't know. I'm not, you know, totally convinced that that's uh, I'm not taking up for Cersei but the odds don't seem that great so I can kind of understand why you know, even though we find out otherwise I can understand why Euron would want to jet out of there because that, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of a natural instinct it's cowardly, but Yeah, if they can't swim and you have yeah. an island like, yeah. why not? <laughs> they can only swim when they have to retrieve dragons from the bottom <laughs> of the lake <laughs> <No. laughs> I don't know, I just think the whole idea that this ultimatum would even be something John would consider like what is he supposed to do join her like after what the Lannisters did to his father like I don't but I guess this was her playing what 40 chess on us all right (laughs) so as they leave Brienne calls out to Jamie he keeps walking telling her um, next time they meet it'll be on opposite sides of a battlefield He's loyal to the crown and she's loyal to the Sarks. And then she grabs him by the arm and tells him, fuck loyalty. And his head looks like it's going to explode. <laughs> she tells him, this threat goes beyond loyalty. Talk <laughs> to the queen. And that's it, guys. That's our big exchange. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know why I was surprised we're going to get more. Literally, the leaks had it word for word, blow by blow. Yeah. Yeah. And I was still a little disappointed, but I was like, eh, I mean, whatever. At this point, at least it was something. Well, their interviews were so, like, like they were straight up saying that they were in love with each other. So I was like, oh, they've <laughs> got to make it completely clear then, if they're that open. Yeah. I wish we would have gotten something a little more over it, but... Uh. <sighs> yeah, it's disappointing, and it's like, when you think back, especially to the past seasons, and just the obvious chemistry they have, and the their scenes that they've had together... 
it always seemed like it was building, it was building, and then it just, they put Jamie on pause for, what, three seasons. Yeah. And then and Brienne, to be fair, yeah. she didn't really have anything else. Her, literally, her purpose for being in that Dragon Pit meeting was to tell him that one line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, and the sad thing for me is, like, my whole take on this is as he was walking away, I noticed that his hair had a hat line, like he was wearing a cap or something. Like, if you look at it, it's not, like, his hairstyle. It's just, it looked like a modern hat was on his head, and nobody combed it out before the scene. So, anyway, <laughs> that was my, I was, I was like, wow, out of, like, my J.B. Brienne, he just fell down to, like, looking at his hairstyle. <laughs> <laughs> I did like that she said I know a lot of people don't but I did like the fuck loyalty thing when I first read that in the spoilers I was like oh my god but when I watched it and thought about it it does kind of make sense because in the books like the whole her loyalty is being challenged and like oaths and honor are being challenged and I guess the dead is kind of the equivalent to Lady Stoneheart where it's just her breaking point of there's times where you choose loyalty and there's other times when you choose what's best i mean i can see i can see book i mean i can see show brand saying that and it worked fine for that but i still have a hard time like i can't you know i can't equate it with book brand you know even i'd have a hard time unless i saw some progression but i can see you know it, it didn't bother me for you know show verse mm-hmm. yeah I can see out that. of everything the show has done that's yeah. the least thing oh, that's yeah. Bothered me oh yeah so. i know <laughs> it's like yeah. this is like small beans yeah 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 <laughs> Also, it's a nice, I kind of like the callback of them. You know, he brought up, oh, I'll see you on the other side. We're going to be opposing each other. Because didn't he say that last season? And it's like, we know they're not. Uh, We know they're going to be on the same side. Yeah, that felt repetitive. I could have almost sworn the same, I was like, the same exact line. It was the same line. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Anything, anybody else want to add anything else about this? Uh, exchange with Brienne and Jamie. I mean, it was really... Brief. It was pretty brief. I mean, we dissected it enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, more, what more can you say? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I did like the before the conversation with the glances between oh, um, yeah. Jamie, oh, Cersei, yeah. and Brienne. Those were almost as awkward as... It reminded me that the scene where they're all, you know, the small council and the chairs are creaking, and it kind of reminded me of that. It was back and forth. And it was oh, definitely yeah. there. You know, everybody was looking at it. Yeah, everybody. they spent like a good 10 seconds on just <laughs> Focusing on <laughs> on Jamie just looking like guilty for staring and then, at Brienne. And then when he she grabbed his arm, Cersei was standing there. Like when they pan over as he's walking mm-hmm. away, she's right there, so she heard everything. Like she heard yeah. all of that. So <laughs> she knows that Brienne has an influence on him. So I think yeah. she's actually starting to be threatened yeah. by Brienne. Yeah. That's pretty ballsy too, yeah. if you think of like just kind of protocol for Brienne oh, to do yeah. something like that. Like she's yeah. Oh yeah, it's kinda of shocking. Okay. Let's see what else we have going on in this dragon pit. Uh, Tyrion and Danny are upset with Jon for not being able to tell a lie. Jon stands by its position, and Tyrion says they are fucked. He proposes he speaks with Cersei um, to a bit of protest, but ultimately he wins out. And the next scene is Tyrion being escorted by the mountain to see Cersei. Jamie greets him in the hall. He's been thrown out of her quarters after trying to reason with her. They call themselves both idiots, and then Tyrion heads inside. Uh, Cersei accuses Tyrion of trying to destroy their family, calls Danny a foreign whore who doesn't know her place. Tyrion defends himself. He was the one who convinced her to parlay and not to go all fire and blood on her ass. He also defends himself about killing Tywin and tells her he's sorry for it. She won't hear it. He tells her to put an end to it 
goes as far as taunting her about their father, her children, and his own thoughts of killing her. She looks at the mountain, but doesn't go through with it. Tyrion takes a swig of wine and then offers her a glass. He tells her he loved her children. They speak of Daenerys a bit. He um, believes she's better for the world. Cersei says, hang the world, and then touches her stomach, and he realizes she's pregnant. <sighs> Can I just interject real fast, real fast? Mm-hmm. So, okay. Remember at the beginning um, when they went away from Lad's Leak that the ending of this episode would end in, you know, Cersei and a pool of blood, blah, blah, blah. And they cut that. That's like the one thing they cut out of all the leaks he, you know, proposed. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I think it's so overtly obvious. Like, she, she's always rubbing her belly. And it's like she's like... I don't know. I feel like D&D maybe are trying to retcon that by just playing it off like it was some ploy by her to like, you know, like faking it, like trying to gain sympathy, like, oh, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Like, I, w- I would be totally OK if they if they decided to cut the miscarriage scene just to make it seem like something like that instead. Yeah, I kind of got the impression that maybe they saw people discussing discussing the spoilers and how stupid it was for her to actually be pregnant. And then they're thinking, maybe we should have it where she's manipulating. So they gave themselves an out by cu- cutting that scene and are going to make it that she's like manipulating this pregnancy or faking it. I think yeah. I could get behind that theory, but I would need to have maybe some kind of scene between them where she feels like she's losing Jamie, like she's losing influence over him. Or he's pulling away from her. Um, I didn't see that. <laughs> I mean, assuming that this, the, it seems like the, the spoilers that we heard, most of them were real. I'm still assuming that it is a real pregnancy. I don't know if they're going to change that because they left that, you know, the other part, the miscarriage out. But in the script, it didn't indicate that it was faked. You know, that it was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's that. still very possible yeah. that it could be real. But because they cut it at the last moment, it just makes me think that, well, maybe they changed their minds and want to go the other route. But. Mm. I mean, or maybe it definitely could be the other way. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe they just want to have a dramatic yeah. opening to the next season. Yeah. That could be too, right? Yeah, it could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, because she needs, and here's another thing if she's queen, then she needs to have more kids, or that's toast for her. So. Yeah. But you're on, that's where you want to come in next season. Right. Since exactly. he is coming back. Yeah. That, that wouldn't be very good for Euron if he knows that she's pregnant with who knows whose child, or he knows. Who the child could be. Yeah. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, ladies. We are yeah, welcoming hello. gentlemen. <laughs> donkey lady. Guys, donkey lady is coming into the... Yes, we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. All right. We're at the part... Um, where are we? Uh, we're talking about Cersei's pregnancy, and it's the scene after her and Tyrion have their exchange. Okay. Okay. So let me just... Uh, in case you all don't know, this is Donkey Lake. Where can we find you, Donkey Lake? <laughs> hey, guys. It's Donkey. You can find me at Instagram at Donkey underscore leg. And like Daenerys Targaryen, he likes to make a dramatic entrance, which is why he's like, you know, Donkey, we've been here for quite some time. <laughs> I wish I had a dragon. <laughs> okay, so anyway, pregnancy maybe maybe something they're holding on to for big things next season. 
Yeah, leave it at that. Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So back at the dragon pit, Danny tells John she respects what uh, he did. She thinks on her family and how the Targaryens grew small along with their dragons. They were just like everyone else. John tells her her family has not met its end. She's still here. She confesses she can't have children. And he says, who told you that? And she says, the witch who oh. murdered my husband. And John is like, maybe not a reliable source. I love the look on his face. That's the best. Like, it's so obvious why no one said this to her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you know what would know be funny is, as she was saying it, like, she comes to the realization how stupid it sounds coming out. <laughs> I mean, I guess she had a lot of, you know, uh, sex with Dario and nothing happened, but maybe he can't have. Who knows? You know, it's like. <laughs> I mean, the foreshadowing, I guess, is strong with this. They're handing that they're going to have a baby, but I mean, this is not what you're talk. You want to talk about with yeah. a potential lover? lover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. I probably won't be able to have kids. Well, it's best to be honest, but that. it's more about the fact that she believes what a witch would tell her. <laughs> No, that's, that's what would scare me as a guy. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> or I'd be like, you're very gullible. You know what? I heard it feels better in the back door. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Strong babies. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, God. But I mean, I guess since they both like died in their own special ways that it's not that far, you know, who, do, you know, far fetched. Mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, just to play devil's advocate too, they both are in a sense, you know, royalty and yeah. this is something she would have to confide in him because yeah, no, you can both tell they're vibing on each other, right? Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I would think more than the witch thing, the fact that they're both, you know, brought back from the dead, like doesn't that how can he have kids? I mean we've talked about that yeah. before, but it's just weird. You know, again, I guess the magic mm-hmm. baby. Yeah. But I, I wish they were so related. Just, <laughs> I think it's very we'll just resuscitated know. as well. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we're alive again. No. Yeah. <laughs> Stronger than ever before. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> so Tyrion returns, um, and he's followed by Cersei's crew. And uh, I know here, I just want to stop for a moment and say, yes, comma, the hemline on that dress was atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible. I know she'll appreciate it. On whose dress? It really was. Oh, Cersei's dress. It was. It we were, we've, I've been arguing with her. Like I kind of liked the dress, but then when I saw that hemline, I'm like, no, nah, not a fan. <laughs> not, yeah. not today. So uh, she says her armies will not stand down. She will march them north. And then she tells Daenerys, perhaps you'll remember I chose to help. So then what, I mean, what is her logic here to say that? Because as soon as they find out she double-crossed them, they're not, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I guess more, uh, you know, understanding. Yeah, and it's yeah like when she's... no troops show up north or, you know, like... <laughs> They'll be like, um, okay. Yeah, and then it's like uh, Daenerys will remember even more that she double-crossed her because you remind her to think about it. It could piss them off more, yeah. Yeah. It could be a good idea. Like, well, that, yeah, that last sentence is just silly. Like, to say that to Daenerys, like, very dumb. But You know, the thing is, too, that probably would have been her best play just for her own survival Mm -hmm. is to actually support Daenerys. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, realistically, definitely. And hope that she's, you know, would just give her back Casterly Rock and, like, stuff like that. You know, that's her yeah. best op- That's Let her live out her days there. Yeah, but she's silly. No. no. If I were Cersei, I'd worry about if the troops don't show up north, Daenerys is just going to turn around on the dragon and mm-hmm. just put Burn fire all over King's Landing and then take the troops. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, she could do that. Yeah, you've seen how fast they travel. It takes one. It will take Daenerys one sec. Daenerys one second yeah. to make it to King's Landing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to Winterfell. Um, Sansa and Littlefinger speak about Jon bending the knee to Daenerys. Uh, he teases her with the thought of Jon being unnamed. Arya supports Jon, and she'd kill anyone who would betray him, replies Sansa. And uh, she also adds in, she's a faithless man now. He tells her to assume the worst um, where Arya's motives are concerned. She could want me dead for betraying my family. The letter is proof. With Sansa dead, she'd be Arya. Would be the Lady of Winterfell. I mean, everything she's ever dreamed of. Yeah, Arya. You <laughs> I know. Like, where's the logic of that? <laughs> like, <what> the- <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to like dissect these scenes when we like yeah. know how this is ending, and I think it'll mm-hmm. be a beefier conversation there. So we'll just pin that one, okay? Yeah. Right on. So at Dragonstone, John and Danny and Jorah plan their journey north. He wants her to fly. There are too many enemies in the north. John wants her to sail with him. It would send a better message. Plus, she wants boat <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> and then you can kind of hear Jorah's heart break again. <laughs> hey, they could have like what is that? The um the the mile hike. What is that? The club. They could do that on the yeah, dragon. You know, they could airplane. do it on the dragon. Oh. <laughs> well thought. <laughs> that would oh be nice. Back dooring on the dragon. <laughs> uh, so Theon stops John in the throne room. They speak of honor and what is right and regrets. Theon tells him how he always wanted to do the right thing, but was always you know, had impossible choices, Stark or Greyjoy. John tells him Ned was more of a father to him than Balon ever was. Ned's a part of them both. He doesn't need to choose. And he tells him, you're a Stark. Theon wants to save Yara. John says, why are you still talking to me? And then in the next scene, we have um, Theon on the beach confronting the Iron Board, who are ready to boat off. They tell him Yara's dead. They plan to sail east, find an island, kill all the men and take their wives. Theon tells them they are done with all that. Yara made a pledge, and he says, we are going to find her. He takes a glob of spit to the eye, and then they brawl. He refuses to stay down, and uh, Theon's taken a pretty bad beating until he's kicked in the groin to no effect at all. And then it's like he gains superpowers and beats his opponent to the ground. He stumbles up and yells, not for me, for Yara. And, you know, everybody's cheering him on. And... Mad love for Alfie Allen. Holy shit, this guy can act. Yeah, he's such an underrated. I think he's the most underrated actor on this yeah. show by far. Yeah. I agree with you. I think I've said that before too on this. He's podcast. just underutilized. Well, the, th- the throne room scene mm-hmm. was probably the. You know, I'd say aside from I liked Jamie taking off and that kind of end scene, but other than that, I thought mm-hmm. that was the best scene was Theon. You know, in a throne room. Do you think John would forgive him like that in the books? <sighs> um, no, I don't know. <laughs> I'm inclined to go with no, but then I'm thinking, (laughs) how much like Ned is he? Because I don't, Ned would never. Yeah. I think the only thing would be that he, you know, helped Sansa would be the only Mm -hmm. bit of it. But other than that, if that hadn't happened, then I'd say definite no. But yeah, I don't know. It was a little far fetched. The acting was awesome, though. I just don't. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the I think actually the beach scene with Alfie Allen and it was really. What got to me? I loved that scene. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I don't, I'm not a fan of the. I was like, 
I didn't turn it away. Yeah, I wasn't into the. What, him getting kicked in yeah, the Yeah, just all of it. No, the face beating and all. Yeah, not into that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot. Like, it was, it was I mean, just in terms of his acting, like, yeah. it was amazing. I was just glad that, yeah, Theon was able to, you know, overcome, you know, his PTSD, so to speak, and, yeah. you know, actually have something positive where once happened, you know, for him. I was just glad to see that mm. a scene where he was gaining the respect of the Ironborn men, because whenever he was going yeah. on the beach, I was just ready to see like all the Ironborn go, yeah, we're, co- we're, we're going to go save Yara and everything. And that would have been totally out of character for Bologna, the Ironborn. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, they're like, I've said, they're the rednecks of Westeros and they're not going to follow <laughs> some dude that jumps out of the ship instead of saving his sister. So I mean, we needed to see him assess his dominance, I guess. Yeah, he kind of, yeah, he earned their, their, I guess, respect a little by beating that other dude. Yeah. And it makes sense as a progression, you know, on the show for his character. For this, you know, there's so many areas where I see things that that don't make sense, but this makes sense for me. And this makes me feel like, oh, it'll be kind of an interesting, you know, hopefully they handle it correctly, but it'll be an interesting path to see him on. I also really liked that he had an advantage to not having his dick anymore. So it's like he could turn it into like a pro in that scene. But yeah, making lemonade out of those lemons. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Never, never, never let him forget it. Yeah. Making those, the last lemons, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So at Winterfell, Sansa has Arya brought to her in the Great Hall. She walks in with guards and soldiers on all sides. Arya asks her sister if she's sure she wants to do this. Sansa must defend her family and the North. Arya tells her to get on with it. Sansa says, you stand accused of murder, you stand accused of treason. How do you answer, Lord Baelish? Littlefinger looks stunned and tells Sansa he's a bit confused. Sansa tells the room he killed Lysa. He conspired and assisted in John Arryn's death. He sent a letter to Winterfell causing the conflict between the Starks and the Lannisters. He conspired with Cersei and Joffrey to have Ned imprisoned and executed. He denies it. None of them were there. Bran chimes in. You held a knife to his throat. I did warn you not to trust me. Littlefinger looks stunned. Arya tells him um, the dagger that she has was not Tyrion Lannister's, but his. Littlefinger pleads with Sansa. He wants to speak alone with her. She's not allowing him to turn her against her sister like she did Kat and Liza. Littlefinger uh, changes tactics and demands Royce escort him back to the Eyrie. He replies, I think not. He (laughs) falls to his knees and begs Sansa, confesses he loved her mother and her. She thanks him for his many lessons, and then Arya cuts his throat, and he dies in a pool of his own blood. Is this a satisfying end for Littlefinger for you guys? Nope. Uh, no. His, rea- his <laughs> no. reaction felt a little off to me. I don't know why. Yeah. I re- and I read his interview why he played it that way, but it, it didn't feel accurate. <laughs> it seemed no, too cartoony to me. It yeah. seemed kind of like, I don't know, like the Wicked Witch melting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, he was, <laughs> he was like the most it. exaggerated, I don't know. I, he, I think he's it. too smart to go out like that. No, I kind of liked it. I'm in the minority. I know I am. But for me, I think he's always been this person. This, this... much of a pussy. That is the yeah. one thing. Yeah. No, you're that right. That is. Yeah, I'll, I will say that too. Yeah, I kind of. Yeah. That, it seemed more I expected like him to die in yeah. a in a bitch way. So. Yeah. yeah. Like but he was. He fought Brandon Stark for Stark or for Catelyn. Like that's not a pussy. You know. Yeah, like, but we don't know how he looked when Brandon beat him, and I have a feeling it mm-hmm. looked a lot like this. Yeah. yeah. You're probably <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. yeah. 
And then Cat taking pity and begging him not to kill him because it was pitiful. <laughs> mm. And that's why he's had this giant chip because he doesn't want people to see him like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and honestly, Littlefinger did have to go on the show. I mean, the writers had no idea what else to do with yeah, him. He was no, just yeah. like hiding behind walls the whole season, like <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it was just time to get rid of him. Twirling yeah. his robe yeah. sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure he exactly. would have been happy to collect a check to hide behind a couple more walls, but. <laughs> yeah. but right. He made it the whole season. There's that. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I love the way Arya killed him, though. Like she just, yeah, that was sweet. He was, like, mid-sentence, not even mid-word. She's like, eh, enough of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard, I don't know where I heard it, but I heard someone say, like, the way he died was perfect because it, like, took away his one, like, power, his words. Oh, you know, like, yeah. so that's why they sliced his throat, that is, yeah, which yeah. was, like, a good metaphor. Yeah. I thought that was cool. All right, you guys changed my mind. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how they laid just, out his, all, his crimes very neatly. I love that part. You know, you mm-hmm. got the I, Yeah. It kind of, and it also reminds the casual viewers, like, hey, yes, he did set yeah. everything into motion. Don't forget about that because, you know, people forget very easily. Yeah, so, and yeah. it made sense. That's it didn't feel way. contrived. That's something you do in a, you know, in a sort of that formal, like, yeah. quick trial. You'd say, hey, this is what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> So do you feel like it was all worth it then the whole Arya and Sansa storyline this think, season? I think some of that would have been unnecessary. They could, I know I get what they were going for, but they could have ha- so, handled it in a different way. There could have been you know, Were they in cahoots the whole time? Is that what we're supposed to think? It's not clear. I don't uh-huh. think it's clear. Yeah. I think that's what we're supposed to think. I don't think, think so at all. And that's again like, you know, it just reminds me of what Guile usually says if you can't understand it that it's not good writing you know it's just not exactly clear. exactly and we and I we think, look for answers it's not like we're just sitting there twiddling our thumbs you know yeah. i think it would have been better if they had like little finger peeking around the corner when sansa and arg and aria were like bickering and then aria kind of like that like the camera shows that she knows that he's there mm-hmm. so they're like, playing like, it up a bit yeah, yeah exactly like she's and then playing she turns it, it up yeah yeah i think that would have been better it would have been more clear that's for sure yeah yeah, that was the I most agree. problematic aspect of it is they were doing these scenes for us, the audience, not mm-hmm. not Littlefinger, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because there are other ways that could, they could have came to the same conclusion and they could have outed him, you know, through discussions, through brand, you know, all meeting together, yeah. you know. Exactly. And yeah. why are they fighting behind closed doors? Right. For no reason. So that's the exactly. thing. It, yes, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, yeah that's holes in it. <laughs> yeah, that's why if Littlefinger was around, like peeking through in Arya's side, yeah, it would make it seem yeah. more realistic. <laughs> to their exactly. Like they had bugs back then. You know, there's no way for him unless he's been, exactly, you yeah. know, sitting there with his, you know, the ear the door. Yeah, his ears at the door. He's peeking in the little keyhole or something. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. yeah, like in his whorehouse. Yeah, yeah, he drilled a little hole in the wall. <laughs> yeah, if he took place in his whorehouse, then it would make a little more yeah, sense why different. they were doing yeah. this. <laughs> Yep. And I wonder, um, so since we knew kind of that this was happening, we're going to happen, I wonder for the people who didn't read any leaks, was this such a huge twist? Because like at the beginning of the season, you have Bran telling, you know, Littlefinger, oh, chaos is a ladder. And right there, it clues you in that Bran pretty much knows everything this guy has done. I'm pretty sure Bran would tell his sisters. Because it did occur yeah. to me, like, would I have at all been shocked by any of this if I hadn't known? So I don't know. I think I would have been. I think like it would have got me a little bit. I would have like hoped that that was what was going to happen, but the writing sucked. They didn't give us any like that's the problem. Yeah, like, there was yeah. nothing to point to that. Well, we could put it out to our listeners yeah. if there's anyone who didn't. That's a really great poll. Yeah. yeah. Don't delve into the um, the spoilers. spoilers or the leaks. Did this storyline, you know, fool you? 
let us know. All right, so we're going to go to King's Landing now. Jamie is readying his generals for their mission north when Cersei asks for a moment alone with him. She calls him the stupidest Lannister and tells him she'd say whatever to ensure the survival of their family. He tells her this isn't about noble houses. It's about the living and the dead. She wants to stay put, let their enemies kill each other. He argues the dead will march south and kill them all. The enemies, if they win, will also march south and kill them all. (laughs) Jaime tells her they can't beat Daenerys and her dragons. Cersei is convinced something happened to the third dragon and they are vulnerable. They have the Iron Bank and they have gold. They can get the Golden Company. And she tells him, Euron did not abandon her. He's on his way to get the Golden Company. Jamie can't believe she conspired a military plan without him. She accuses him of conspiring with Tyrion. And then he tells her he pledged to ride north. He's going. As he leaves, the mountain blocks him. Jamie asks her if she's going to order him to be killed. He tells her he's the only one she has left. And then she says, there is one more yet to come. He calls her bluff. And like Tyrion, she can't give the order. He says, I don't believe you, and leaves. So I'm going to stop there. Um, does, did anybody at all for a minute buy that she was going to order the mountain to kill him? I actually gave <laughs> no. a gasp. Like, I knew it wasn't going to happen because yeah, I read I the leak, but I gave yeah. a gasp because I was so afraid for him. I was like, he, he but, played it well or something because I was like, <gasps> sort of. <laughs> Me too, but me the, too. The dumbest thing was she nodded yes. Like, what the hell was yeah, that about? Yeah, that too. Yeah. That, oh, man, but it would have... And think about this. As horrible, as much as I don't want Jamie to die, that would have been an awesome, shocking death. Like, that, that how cool would, would that have been? Yes. That would have been wild. <laughs> I mean, we all would have been, like, conflicted emotionally. <laughs> like, but, and and that just, like, shows me that he is important because yeah. they could have easily killed him right there. Yeah, yeah, it would have been a way With to the mountain. Away. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a really good The point. stupidest thing they did, that they could have did this better, is they showed her doing the same thing with Tyrion earlier. Yeah. Yeah. She couldn't kill Tyrion. Yep. She sure as shit is not going to kill Jamie. But the difference was she shook but... the head yes this time. Yeah. That's why I was like, what the hell happened? Like, <laughs> the mountain doesn't know what <laughs> nods mean yet. He's still learning. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> He still ships them. No, that was so weird. <laughs> I mean, what, 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 and the thing is, like, <laughs> what, okay, so would Book Cersei, here's my feeling. I feel like I'm 99% sure that Book Cersei would have killed Tyrion and would have h- killed Jamie yeah. at this point because she's seen that he likes another woman. Yeah. She saw the stairs yeah. and she heard the conversation. Book Cersei would have killed him in a hot mm-hmm. minute. Oh, absolutely. And she's psychotic. Yeah, she's more yeah. impulsive. She, you know, she yeah. doesn't let someone else have what she thinks she owns. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. just felt a little because that happened in the previous scene. And so is she not going to send her armies north? Is that what we're to, like, is that what they were implying? Yeah. Yeah. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, at least if you're going to turn cloak, send your armies north and let them, like, kill everyone up there. Or or, like, or run away, like, with you, like, not that that would make, you know, a yeah. great couple, but run away with Euron. Like, I could get her yeah. not wanting to fight them. I could get her realizing yes. she yeah. has to, everyone has to realize, even the people that are fighting them, that the odds mm-hmm. are pretty high against them. You know what I mean? They've got that some they're pretty, screwed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the... So the next scene is Jamie. He's outside of King's Landing riding away with the wind in his hair. I imagine it feels like a woman's caress. <laughs> oh, so majestic. That was beautiful. A big scene. <laughs> it was a caress. beautiful scene. I love that. That was it really was. Cool. And the oh, music so in the horse. background, the score, oh, it was God, awesome. Yeah, the music, the horse, That's what, yeah, the, that the clothing, sweet. all of it. And, and now he gets to wear his leather glove instead of the gold hand. He doesn't have to wear the prosthetic anymore. They could just make his hand stiff and he gets to wear the black glove. That's true, too, yeah. <laughs> Good for I think him. It was, the next big thing, dragon glass hand. 
Yes. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> like a punch of, punch, yeah. punch of white. So, where do you think that he's going? Because I'm saying he's about to go fuck loyalty. Yeah, that would be, that's a good way of putting Brian's it. Bed. Oh, that's yeah. where he's going. Hey now, you know what he should he should have brought Braun with them though. I was pissed that he was by himself. Yeah, that's weird. Like, why wouldn't? Well, Braun and Podrick apparently took off, is what we agreed. <laughs> yeah, they went for drinks. Yeah, he's gonna meet them all on the road. I mean, because it, it's not safe for Braun anymore. So I'm hoping that they somehow figure yeah, that out. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> and it is they'll go to they'll go to hot they'll meet at Hot Pie's Tavern. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh yes, I would love that. Yeah. Yes. That yes, would be awesome. Proof. We want that. <laughs> yeah. Which I just really watch. liked this scene because it was kind of, if you think about it, it's kind of like a parallel to the books in that um, Brienne met him at the dragon pit and she was in his ear basically saying, help, like help us. And then um, he has Cersei in the other ear being like, um, don't go or stay here. And um, that's kind of like how the books, how he was choosing between um, well, he got the letter from Cersei that was saying, like, I love you, love you, come save me. And then um, he ends up ditching Cersei, ditching his army, and then following Brienne. And in the show, he ends up listening to Brienne, ditching Cersei, ditching his army, and going to follow where Brienne is at. And to do the more honorable thing, just like he was doing in the books, he chose something honorable. Mm-hmm. And then in the books, there was even the snowflake falling on the letter. Oh yeah, uh, he noticed the snowflake falling on the letter. Mm-hmm. And then in the Ooh. show, the snowflake fell on his glove. His glove. So I feel yep. like this was their adaptation of the letter burning. Yeah, nice. My two idiot friends are convinced he's Azora High now because they're like, bro, the snow melted on him. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was like, you live in New Jersey. You have literally had snow hit you in the face. What do you think? They snow, you idiot? Like, I literally had that same conversation with two people. I was like, because he watched it before I did. He's like, bro, look at for Jamie. Watch Jamie the last five minutes, bro. You got to keep your eyes open, but it's big, dude. It's big. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he lost a lot of credibility. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, Can I just it, say, I kind of, um, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. No, I was just going to say, I kind of really love that finally, like, in unison, the, a huge core of, like, the audience is happy that finally Jamie has left Cersei. Like, this is mm-hmm. what everyone's been waiting for. Yeah. And you could see the reaction, like, on YouTube, on Tumblr, like, just read, like, everyone's like, finally. Like, no one liked Mm -hmm. that. We've been waiting for this. And you know what I think helped is that he was alone. Because if he was, like, when I read the spoilers, I thought I was scared that it was going to make it look like he was just trying to save Cersei by going against her. Uh, But mm -hmm. him going alone shows that he is just willing to die. Like, he's just so done with Cersei that he's willing to go by himself into a pit of his enemies with one hand and be like, I want to fight with you. He seemed very vulnerable. Just by himself. Yeah, on the road like that. It's yeah. a very vulnerable position. And, um, I mean, I thought that when... Oh, they... Have you seen the people kind of cropping up what they were saying when he says, I don't believe you, they thought it was about the pregnancy, but he kind of clarified in his interview that he he played it as, I don't believe you, that you're going to, you know, kind of, this is it, I'm done with you, we're broken up for good, and, you know, I don't believe that you're more the kill me aspect than the, 
you know, yeah, was it exactly. the pregnancy yeah. saunter where that that came from? People were, I, and it didn't make sense in from the People dialogue. It didn't make sense because there was no mention of the pregnancy no. at that point in the conversation. So, yeah, oh, yeah. so you mean dumb. like I don't believe you is him saying I don't believe you're yeah, pregnant? Yeah, that's what a lot. Of, I've seen that. Yeah, saying, yeah, I've seen yeah. that crop up, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so, how do we feel yeah, about him leaving, leaving a pregnant woman? I a pregnant woman. Fine with it because at first I was like, oh my god, he's gonna look like an ass, but she like legit was going to kill him. So, so yeah, she was gonna murder him. She's threatened him before. Yeah. I'm more yeah. annoyed. Like, I'm I'm okay with it in this scene, but ultimately over the whole arc, I'm annoyed. Obviously that it took yeah, this he, long, but at the same time, you know there were other issues. Why would he keep having sex with her? There were so many yeah, times exactly. he had a look yeah. at his face, like he was disgusted by her. So I am annoyed that he left her pregnant because he shouldn't have had sex with mm-hmm. her in the first place. That's my annoyance, but yeah. I get right. You know. it's, it's like one of those things though, where it's like she finally abusive Cersei came out in that scene, and mm-hmm. it was just like that's what what we should have seen like all along. Yeah. And so he shouldn't even be in this mess. She but, threatened him um, a couple I'm, other times like, though. She threatened him, didn't she? Threaten him the last scene. Remember, she was like. What he said about the Darth Vader she comment, said, like he, she threatened yeah. him. Don't ever betray me yeah, again. Don't ever yeah. betray me. But she never, she never like straight up said like or like was going to kill him. And like she like nodded to the mountain that like to kill him. And like he, she yeah. gave the go ahead. And he was just like, wow. Like he, she, he, I guess. Like I can't believe you bluff. would do this. Yeah. yeah. And so. But I'm glad that abusive Cersei finally, like, Carol yeah. was not in that scene, which I really like. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm glad, but I still I still don't buy that this is the... I still don't buy that this is the... You know, I, I get it and I like man, it, but yeah. I don't buy that out of all the things that have happened, this is suddenly what pushes him over the edge. But, I mean, you know, he's the stupidest Lannister, like she said. I did I laugh think, when she said that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. A I death what, threat is a lot, you know. That's yeah, and he does realize that... And she, he made, she made him feel so dispensable, too, because she was saying that... She basically yeah. told him that I don't care if you're dead because I have this baby. So it's like you're not the only one. Yeah. And but, so it just really showed that her loyalty to him was not nearly the equivalent. Yeah. I just think it's like if he didn't get it by now, if yeah. he doesn't get by now that she could kill anybody, then again, he is, you know, he's Larry. But yeah, I'm glad that he's finally going to be Jamie now. But if he didn't get yeah. if he didn't get that she was dangerous by now, then I'm like, I mean, oh. yeah, this should have happened in season five yeah. or season four even. Yeah. But yeah. I'm glad that they didn't mm-hmm. make it look like he was just going to save his own butt. Yeah, they <laughs> at least didn't do to, that. Like, yeah, they, yeah. I, I, yeah, they like, yeah, they kept emphasizing, like, they made him emphasize, like, I made a promise, I'm going to keep it, like, I'm going to do the honorable thing, you know? Yeah. In yeah. a sense, he's like yeah. Jon Snow and that. I think maybe that's why they gave Jon that dialogue about, you know, words yeah. meaning something. Yeah. I mean, I could see the there whole There was a lot of Don and oh, Jamie yeah. parallels. Yeah, so all of it together. Episode. Him seeing the, you know, the white coming at them. I could see all of that combined, you know, maybe being a turning point. Um, uh, Alright. To me, this could have been, like, the closing shot of this oh, season. Yeah. But believe it or not, oh, yeah, there's more, guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought they were going to close on it, but I got spoiled yeah they had multiple scenes and they had all the beautiful shots of the snow in all the different locations yeah it was that that was awesome that was some of the best shots of the season by far it was was. yeah it was beautiful on king's landing yeah it was beautiful Mm -hmm. all right so we have samuel tarley rolling into winterfell finally he meets with bran and then sam asks him what happened to him beyond the wall bran tells him i became the three-eyed raven and sam's like okay <laughs> Bran tells him about his powers. Sam tells Bran he's here to help John. 
Bran says he needs to know the truth. He's the son of Rhaegar and Lyanna Stark. He's not a snow, he's a sand. Sam shares the info Gilly uncovered about Rhaegar's annulment to Elia. Bran then observes Rhaegar and Lyanna's marriage in a vision. Robert's rebellion was built on a lie, he says. Rhaegar loved Lyanna and she loved him. Bran's narration continues over a scene of John knocking on Daenerys' cabin door, Tyrion watching creepily from the hallway. And that was get... so weird. <laughs> it was weird. Jealous. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Another cut scene of Bran watching Lyanna telling a young Ned John's real name, Aegon Targaryen. We get some sweet ass shots of nephew and auntie getting it on. <laughs> That's right. Bran... Back. Maybe. <laughs> Bran oh. says. Uh, John is the heir to the Iron Throne. He needs to know. And not a moment too soon. (laughs) (laughs) Was anybody else disappointed in Rhaegar? I mean, I've seen the casting photos of the guy, and he looks pretty nice. But, like, I mean, the way they made him look as as Rhaegar? That was hideous. I just looked like Viserys. I looked just like Viserys. Yeah. I kind of like thought he was. Ugly Viserys. Yeah. But you know what was awesome? That like this was the dude who who stole the yellow. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. dude. It looked like Viserys got farted out by an ugly dragon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I've always pictured Rhaegar as like a rock god. Almost. Yeah, no, yeah. totally gorgeous. Yeah. I, mean, I was ready to almost strolling over this guy. I was hoping I would when I saw Rhaegar. Yeah. Like, I've been dreaming about Rhaegar. Flowing silver <laughs> locks, you know, curly. I love my yeah. Chicky's comment about Rhaegar. She described him as he better be panty dropping hot. And he so <laughs> was it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> He was not. But I did kind of like that he looked resembled Viserys. Like, he should have made his hair longer, at least, so he didn't look identical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. His Man, hair looked like it was thinning. It looked like he was going to be bald <laughs> in five years. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I think they used Viserys' wig from season that, one. Seriously. Yeah. It's the exact same, the same braiding and everything. Yeah. Like, it was the, the exact same that- wig. The one thing I liked was the girl looked like Maisie a little bit. Like it almost, because they always compare Arya to mm-hmm. Liliana. Yeah. So like at first glance, mm-hmm. it looked like, it did look like there Maisie a, a little bit. There was a picture of the two actresses together and they did look mm-hmm. alike in the picture they had. They looked they did, I really yeah. think, that, yeah, the yeah. first glance, I, I, I was like, oh, is that Maisie? Like with makeup? No, it was good though. I liked it. But I mean, but he sucks. But I mean, yeah, he's a dude. Like, and how much of a douche is he like for doing this and how this all, you know, annulment and all this came I know. <laughs> God. What a yeah! What a fuck stick. I will. Yeah, never I don't co-sign. I would never understand how he let that war happen. Like it, it, that'll never make sense to me. The whole fucking is, story I mean, is based on this silliness. Now, these two selfish people oh, getting yeah. married at the cost yeah. of like everybody. Yeah. 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 yeah, All they had to do was like, listen. I know you didn't. You wanted me to marry somebody else, but like, I love Rhaegar's dick, and that's Jamie it. called. Yeah, it. exactly. Jamie, Jamie called about it was a bullshit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. He did. So, I mean, and what is the deal with? Uh, okay, in the show, did they say that they had? They never mentioned that uh, Elia's child was uh, Aegon, correct? They never mentioned it, or did they? I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. Nah. I think they mentioned she had kids. Oh, they murdered, must right? have. Yeah, when what? Yeah, when uh, when what's his face was up from Dorne, like he had to mention their names. So what kind of guy like knocks up two women and all's one and names mm-hmm. the baby the same name as other? Michael Jackson? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, hey, you're George right. George Foreman. 
George Foreman. Right? Yeah, all the, all the Georges. Yeah, all the Georges. George Foreman, yeah. Michael Jackson. He's going to have like 10 Ragar Agons. Targaryen. And Ragger Targaryen. Ragger. Ragger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gilly. Sam totally stole Gilly's thunder. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that sucked. I was mad about that. He took her credit. I was very surprised. And then he acted like he knew it the whole time, which I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like he said, I was just reading. I was transcribing. No, you weren't. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't Fucking know. Was turkey. there anybody who did not know of this, like, I don't know what the fan reaction was like or if anyone has observed it. Was there anybody out there surprised by this? R plus I mean, it's literally, it's literally the same exact ending of last season. Yeah. <laughs> That is true. Yeah. Except with the same exact big reveal. Yeah. yeah. And why didn't you know? Why didn't Bran know? And how can Bran just you know somebody could tell him to look at something and he can suddenly file through any period in history and like forward and backward. Yeah. And also, can he so see the future? If like, he's what? saying, yeah. I mean, if Bran is saying at first that he should be a Sand, wouldn't he really be a Blackfire since a Bright? Rhaegar was a No, because Blackfires are legitimized Targaryens on the other line. Okay. Because that's what that was what was so fucked up. They were legitimized. Oh, they okay. weren't just bastards. Yeah. Okay. So that's what and that started. Yeah, on their dying yeah. bed. Yeah. Started that big to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. was there anybody that didn't realize that it was nephew and aunt knocking boots? <laughs> I'm sure there was probably a bunch of people that didn't realize. No, you know, I'm pretty sure there was. I mean, I remember seeing threads last last season about people saying, so Ned banged his sister? I'm like, are you serious? Well, I mean, to be fair, the show doesn't make it too obvious, I guess. So yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know whose fault this lies in, but. I know so many people that have to have, like, a study guide to watch the show. Yeah, I believe forget. it. I believe it. I forgot it. about Magic Dick, so yeah, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I watch it with my friends who are very casual, I'm the study guide. I'm always explaining, like, okay, no, yeah. like this and this and that. <laughs> right? And, and, yeah. I think we're all probably those people yep. to our and circle. Have yeah. Yeah. We have our study gaps. Yeah. Yeah, we have our gaps. God, my dad is so annoying. He's like always calling me. So wait, could you explain that whole episode? <laughs> You gotta like pause it. Yes, literally me. <laughs> yeah, but then do you guys have friends thinking they cracked the whole fucking code being like the snow melted. <laughs> the snow melted man. <laughs> fucking donkeys. I'd I rather think, have them. I'm impressed that they even know Zora High. So I mean I'm kind of impressed that, that. yeah, that they remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, already your true. friends are much more learned <laughs> in this <laughs> universe than mine. <laughs> I had one. I think I might have shared this already once. I had one coworker come in, and she's all like, "Oh, I love God. I love Game of Thrones." And and I said, "Oh, Brienne's my favorite." And she's like, "Who's Brienne?" And I oh literally, I told her, "Get the fuck out of my office!" It's like you can't be in here. It's like, please close the door. Right. <laughs> Don't come here. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so uh, next scene is uh, Sansa and Arya, and they look out from the walls of Winterfell and bond over killing Littlefinger. Arya admits she never could have survived what Sansa did. Sansa says that's the nicest thing she's ever said, but she's still strange and annoying. Mm -hmm. Arya and Sansa recall the words of their father. It's winter and they need to protect one another. So it's kind of like a scene yeah. between sisters that everybody's been yeah, wanting. I think they actually finally nailed that. Yeah, so I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Like, you're still really, yeah. yeah. When she's like, you're really fucking weird. Like, that was awesome. Yeah. Good scene. <laughs> that was definitely yeah. I forget exactly how she said it, but it, like, it was perfect. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, next scene is Bran, and he's watching um, what's happening at the Wall via crows. <laughs> Tormund and Beric are at the top, and there are whites emerging from the woods. The horn sounds. There is a pause, and then from the sky, uh, Viserion descends. Um, the undead emerge, uh, and he. Uh, oh, sorry. The undead Viserion emerges, blasting blue fire at the wall. The Night King sitting atop his back. Men fly over the top of the wall, crashing to the ground below. And then the final shot is of the undead marching through the break in the wall. So my question is, is the Night King a Targaryen? Like, I thought only Targaryens could fight dragons. He reset the dragon, so it's all stuck. <laughs> yeah, reset. He rebooted, rebooted the dragon. Well, he had a bond with him. Because... He brought him back to life? He's the one who brought yeah, maybe. I mean, I it's, I've saw that people throwing around that idea that there's a targ. That, you know. But can mm-hmm. he control? Because he controls the whites. So if he could control them, yeah. then he could. He could control it. the dragon. And that wouldn't that have yeah. happened way before? Like, didn't that scene with the children turning him turn happen way before the Targaryens ever came? Because weren't they in? You know, wasn't that or the house timeline? Before. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we really don't know how far back the Targaryen line goes because. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the doom and all that yeah, stuff, so. right? Well, in that cave with Jon Snow, he was saying it was before man yeah. with the children and the White Walkers. Yeah. Yeah. Just well, makes sense because I thought they were Craster's. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, I don't think this dragon is, is an other dragon, like a White Walker dragon. I guess it is a white dragon. And it's it goes along the same as he can control his whites. Well, he can control the dragon. Yeah. I can't. That's how I felt like it was a, a zombie. Oh, yeah, he had total hash control. I wanted well, it. To he's just riding the fire fun. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted it to look like a White Walker more than a than a zombie. I'm seeing all these these holes yeah, where in they come Viseron. from. Yeah, where those come from? He didn't deteriorate There's that much. There's tears in his wings and stuff. Would he be able to fly with all the tears in his wings like that? I mean, it did look weird. Yeah, as he decays, he's gonna oh, like I don't know how he's decaying. gonna be able to fly. Well, I mean, today. you could say that with the dead too like how could they walk when they're just like so we're gonna have a skeletal like dragon flying that could be kind of cool looking with that 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 blue smoke that was awesome that was the fire was awesome oh my gosh i was watching with some dumbass friends is that ice is that an ice dragon yeah it's melting though on the wall (laughs) (laughs) and i really have to ask I really have to ask about Beric and Tormund. I mean, I would think that they're dead. Okay, I think they're alive. Is, okay, because they didn't show them dying. They landed. On the I think they're alive. Yeah, they landed on the yeah, other side. Yeah, I watched the scene like yeah. like twenty they're times alive. to see the angle of the fire, uh-huh. and like it goes. Okay, so the, if if you notice at the end of the clip, there's a piece of the wall that's still standing yeah, yeah. Uh, to yeah. the right hand yeah. side. And the mm-hmm. dragon's fire goes from left to right, and then in, from Tormund's perspective, it's coming in that same direction, and then it stops. And then the dragon kind of mm-hmm. stops, and then goes the other direction. Okay, so, so yeah, so yeah. yeah. They just miss like, Tormund. I'll, which I'll let you like, guys oh. live. That's like the ultimate I, fan I service, though. Like, can you just yeah. kill, like, one character? Well, that's... They, sh- they should have died. I'm sorry. They really yeah, just should yeah, have yeah. died. They're not it... important. Like, Tormund isn't that important of a character. No, like, no, he could have died. Barrett, Here's why he is. Yeah. I kind of need Tormund to live now because I need a golden hunt. bitch slap. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes, yeah. that is the only reason why I wanted to be alive. Is because How I'm dare looking... you? If they don't do that, oh. oh, I don't think they'll kill him until there's some Jamie, Brienne, Tormund interaction. Like I think they'll at least. You really think, Forrest? Yeah. 
I honestly think because of the reaction of the fan, yeah, they'll, the they'll fandom, up, that they're yeah. keeping him around just to do that. No, people love him. Yeah, people love him, but like they also want they like pissing people off and they like yeah, <laughs> shocking people. I mean, I'm sure they have time. no like, you know, inclination that oh, this could be a parallel for like, well, I guess not totally, but you know, like a Heil Huntish kind yeah. of like, you know. Yeah. 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 That's and true. I, That's true. I thought that that was that was their intention with him um once they started saying the fans reactions they're like, "Oh, we could turn this mm-hmm. into a Heil situation." But, but even that's not fair, because Kyle Hunt re- gen- didn't genuinely like her. Yeah, well, I think he kind of is responding no, I, I, I think he was starting to think, the end, right? I, I, I don't think he's tormented. No, he probably, you're right. Yeah, I think Kyle I think well, yeah, came he's around. He's infatuated. He started hanging out with her. Yeah, he, he, he came to admire her. And, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah. I, but torment is more of just a physical thing, like, oh, you're big, you have good hips to make babies. <laughs> right. Like, I don't know. I, there's a couple things on girls that are big that I like, and... I, you know, That's all. Yeah. Are <laughs> yeah. we intellectualizing this? <laughs> but yeah, Men that's how it starts. That's how it starts. But I, mean, I thought they handled this. I thought the scene was, you know, it was pretty amazing. I, I enjoyed it for the eye candy and, you know. No, it was cool. The one thing that I don't know, I yeah. just couldn't. The way that he was just sitting on the dragon and it was like kind of hovering. Something about that shot I didn't like, but everything else it was really. Yeah, yeah I noticed that too. Oh, like the stiffness in the, or, or like how it, it looked overall, or yeah, the CGI. Tell, yeah, that's what it was. You tell he was like mm-hmm. on a machine going up. And yeah, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, like a, like a, that's exactly. The he's like one of those bulls in the. Yeah. <laughs> the I love that we all box. noticed this because, exactly. like, I noticed it too. I was like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, so, so, yeah. But everything else is gorgeous. So. But they, they have to address. I mm-hmm. really hope next season they address that if there's a certain pace that this army, sometimes those zombies run really fast, and sometimes yeah. <laughs> they go really slow. And I'd really like to see them address how fast they're moving and make some plans about this and not and just why. Yeah. <sighs> but who knows? <laughs> yeah. They yeah, were taking it, it nice to know. through that whole. They were waiting for about. Danny to get to Westeros. She took way much longer than they thought. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure that we're going to have more conversation regarding this episode in our mailbag so why don't we go ahead and do that now and see what comes up we got a lot of mail so I'm going (laughs) to go okay Oh, yeah, this is a good one. This is perfect. Do you think that White Viserion is a show invention or book canon? I've been so focused on the three dragon riders being Danny, John, and Tyrion, it never occurred to me that one might be the Night's King. I like the. Okay, and then they had another. Should we talk about that? There's other sections of their. They got something about. They liked an article on Gizmodo predicting deaths. Um, and then, you know, they were talking about. It's the kind of most common characters, and I think it came out before the show ended, but I think that first question is a little meatier. Mm-hmm. I'm inclined to go as show invention just because they have the horn in the book mm-hmm. for the wall. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wonder. I agree. I mean, I think it would be cool, and I wonder if he, at some point, one does turn, but I don't know if that would be what brings the wall down. He, I always felt like the that horn was a huge red herring. Oh, that's I don't know. okay. That it will be. Yeah. Could be, too. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it seems it could be canon, uh, just because it's... It's I don't know just for the dramatic element of it. Every and Danny is like kind of cocky about her dragons, and so, so then that's another question. If yeah. this is if this is canon, then is weekend at Bernie's canon too? I guess, <laughs> or, or does it happen no. another way? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't think so. Because... Well, what I was thinking, well, just yeah, a regular you guys battle. are saying if the, if the, him bringing down the walls yeah. canon, but I I feel like the dragons aren't an army of the dead until they get past the wall. Okay. Well, and the thing is that the dragon death is an end game scenario for 
the mm-hmm. dragon, yeah. whereas the that's true bringing the whites back is more of a journey aspect of it. Yeah, so what would bring? Uh, I mean, you have to figure mm-hmm. out what would bring. I guess it opens up what would bring Danny over beyond the wall in the first place, just to peek at him, and then he gets killed. You know. Yeah. I yeah that or just like another battle before the big battle, yeah. and then one yeah. gets killed. Well, that's why I feel like it's not going to be on the north side of the wall because you know Dan, it's they're going to finally come south, and Danny's going to be like, oh shit, this is really bad. I got to help. Yeah. And that's yeah. when they take it. And it literally could have been George saying, okay, this is going to happen, but I have no clue how because he's the gardener. You know? Yeah. So you right. it. Yep. <laughs> he's like, I haven't gotten that far, but I'm totally writing it. Totally. But I would hope one of the big bullet points, one of the big bullet points should be how the wall came down, though, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next email. Hi, ladies. Just finished episode six podcast. Well done. That was a tough episode. Kudos to Guile for recognizing and saying it out loud that the only two bright spots in this otherwise awful season are Barrack and Sandor. Now they're both going to die next week, which I, next week, which I'd be okay with as long as Clegane Bowl happens and Frank and Gregor goes down. Although as a Sans Sans <laughs> shipper, seeing him die without a Sansa reunion would suck. This show hasn't ever been able to write complex male-female character interactions well, so what's the point in wishing for it? I'll only be disappointed. I have higher hopes for JB because they've set it up slightly better. Slightly. They'll still fuck it up. Um, <laughs> they go on to say, I'd really like to see the King's Landing storyline come to an end. It feels like a waste of time. All the other conflicts should be ex- extinguished so we can focus on the North. Gregor, Cersei, Littlefinger should all go on the final um, S7 episode. Unless the White Walkers have a dragon, having a dragon is such a game changer that we need a distraction to fill six S8 movie length episodes. I mean, what's to stop the Night's King from melting the wall, flying south to burn everything to a crisp in one episode? And I assume the Whites and White Walkers don't have to rest, so why wouldn't this be a complete slaughter? And that's kind of what we talked about. Like, you know, why don't they just come over power? Mm. Um, Are we going to dick around about impregnating Danny? The only delay I would accept at this point is Greywater Watch. And uh, do you want to say something or we can? (laughs) Um, Last hot take. GRRM has completely given up up on finishing A Song of Ice and Fire out of sheer boredom. Getting fire and blood before the winds of winter will be the last straw. We're never going to get it or a dance um, or a dream of spring. Thanks for giving me something to look forward to every week. No one watches or reads and my husband only watches he can never remember little fingers names here are his guesses so far this is funny money penny coin purse nickelback pennywise and my personal fave shitty mcdickhead you are the in-depth intellectual irreverent discussion i crave and fuck those shitty itunes reviews love you all andrea yeah fuck them in the ground i <laughs> love i love the nickelback nickelback <laughs> Well, you'll be glad that Littlefinger's dead then. You won't have to hear that anymore. Yeah, a couple of her. She'll be disappointed about a couple <laughs> things. Like, like the King's Landing, you know, extending. But <laughs> um, We got a Tumblr letter. Hello, ladies and the occasional, occasional gentlemen. I've really been enjoying the podcast, especially since I'm late to the fandom and have only been recently have only recently come to understand just how shitty Larry truly is. I still can't believe that D&D had booked Jamie to play with and decided to give us Larry instead. Anyway, I just wanted to drop a note to say I'm looking forward to your Book Jamie Appreciation Podcast and hope you'll include a piece in it discussing the things Jamie has actually done versus the things he's blamed for but didn't actually do, both in-universe and in-fandom. I'm starting to do a bit of analysis for myself because when I look at the people in fandom who detest Jamie, for example, pushing Bran from the tower and yet are sympathetic towards Sandra Clegane, who you know actually murdered Micah, also a child, 
I honestly can't figure why Jamie is irredeemable, but Sandor deserves to live out the rest of his days in peace on the Quiet Isle. But that is a rant for mm. another day. At the time of writing this message, I don't know what the finale holds, but I'm hoping there will be some good Jamie and Brienne interaction and that I won't need to drink massive amounts of tequila to drown out the pain because I do have work in the morning. Keep up the good work, ladies and gents. Looking forward to the finale podcast, assuming I'm sober by then. Shirley Ann, 66. I propose a drunk cast if that happens. We'll, we'll do a live drunk cast and just invite everyone in to mourn. <laughs> but, um, that is it, such a good point on Sindor and um, yeah, Jamie, though. I thought it was, too. Like I didn't yeah. even think about that. That's so true. It is. Why? Are totally... there a bunch of people who like feel like Jamie can't be redemptified? Oh, yeah. Oh, they oh, hate oh, him. There's a ton. They hate him. Like half of yeah. fandom. Hey, hate him. That, that <laughs> brand is out the window. It was like it Yeah, for... every time I was, you scroll through comments, there's always like a handful of people no, fuck him. He pushed Brand out the window. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah but yet Sandor yeah. is like praised and murdered that's you're people. Like, yeah. No, he helped him become the three-eyed raven. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was but, doing it to actually save Also, to be fair, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure Brand's going to be cool with it, too. He's like, don't worry, dog. Like, I became the three-eyed raven because of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have exactly. a cooler life now, so. He's like, <laughs> I met a pot connecting a tree, and now I'm stoned all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like that they brought up the um, she brought you up the, the Jamie appreciation app, yeah. though. So that's coming up for us in like a couple of weeks, two weeks from now. So if um, anybody wants to send us in something, you know, all things Jamie will be discussed in that episode. Okay. Okay, <laughs> we got a uh, cutie pillar said, "Hi guys, the episode was awesome." Jamie left Cersei and is headed off to Brienne. I did want him to kill her, but I knew she wouldn't die this season. The wall came down partially. Is Tormund dead? We talked about it. He should be after all, but it's a show, so we'll see. I know you guys hate it, but I shipped Danny and John so hard. The split scene of them <laughs> with Rhaegar and Lyanna was so awesome. Finally, oh my god, Littlefinger met his match. Uh, I love that even though he's one of my faves, he deserved it. <laughs> love y'all. <laughs> You know their aunt and nephew, uh, uh, <laughs> aunt and nephew, yeah. right? Okay. <laughs> I get it. I I was so turned off of it, but now I'm starting to see the chemistry. <laughs> oh. I'm like, no, it's so oh, you wrong. Know. It's so wrong, but <laughs> yeah. for you, it's so right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just dazzled by the pretty asses. I, I was gonna say that they're hot, <laughs> so I mean, there is. you go. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> okay. What else? We got? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's the hottest aunt and nephew sex I've ever seen. <laughs> hello ladies and the occasional jet and other season gone by thank all the fucking gods i cannot wait for the jamie episode now that we're done with the bullshit what this season has taught me is that targaryens are the worst and above all rhaegar the shit stain that was promised (laughs) also who decided that narrating to to which degree john and Derry are danny are related during sex was a good idea. I'm trying to make my peace with that whole situation, but why are they trying to make it more gross? But I digress, because fuck being logical. Bran doesn't need weirwoods anymore, and all Starks like to get married in the light of the Seven. Why the fuck not? As long as we have clicking bull hype, a white dragon, and sexy times, what else do we need? I'm sorry about the rant, but I was actually going to talk about the death of Larry. But I'm too scared of being disappointed. At least Theon got what he wanted, and that's all I care about right now. Until I'm guaranteed the comeback of Jamie, John went full Targ and Theon went, um, Theon went full Stark. Maybe he'll kill Euron and mount his body on the bow of his ship, just like the actual <laughs> Theon Stark. But that's just my wishful <laughs> thinking. 
I'm sorry for my rambling. I don't have friends to complain about <laughs> to complain to about this fucking show. I sincerely apologize. I'm looking forward to the regular episodes. I love you guys. Please keep up the great work. You always brighten my weeks. Theon Grey King. <laughs> That's such a great email. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Okay. Um, this is from Kama. I think the finale was the final nail in the coffin for any hopes I had for the show. Maybe I'm too critical a viewer, but maybe I had my hopes... Oh, sorry, maybe I had too many hopes for a show with a multi-million dollar budget on the network that gave us <laughs> The Sopranos and The Wire, but I'm 90% certain I will not be watching, at least with the sound on. It might be better if I can make up my own dialogue next season. But I'll always have podcasts. Looking forward to your analysis, comma. <laughs> ah, another one bites the dust. <laughs> Damn it, I swear like half of fandom has disappeared. <laughs> that's four of the two people. That's four of us regulars still left, and then you have more guests, more guests. <laughs> yeah. Grammy is eating a lot of guests yeah, we for ha- next season. Yeah, we actually have been getting a lot of mail about guesting, so you know, send us more. Um, and Anon, it's extremely sad, but I think this episode, combined with Nick's the Jamie and Brienne thing was never going to happen comment, finally killed my hopes for show Jamie and Brienne, and I'm oddly okay with that. I've been hoping and praying and feeling sick to my stomach, waiting for new scenes, but now I feel fine because I realize that the show has fucked up enough so that it's never going to happen, so there's no point torturing myself over it. I still have hope for it in the books. It's probably the best way to be, that you'll be happily surprised if something happens, I mean, quite frankly, but... <laughs> I torture yourself. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah I, I get where they're coming from, especially after that Nick interview where he's like, it ain't going to happen or whatever. But I feel like it's because they haven't gotten the scripts. Yeah. I kind of feel like he doesn't kind of, he doesn't want to like bite his own yeah. like foot. Because right. like yeah. after last season, like remember he was like, doing... oh. And he's so trolling. <laughs> yeah, like... and then like it totally went in a different direction. Okay, is... I feel like, you know, you know. I think he's just being bitter. Yeah, because he knew yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> The he's like, it ain't gonna happen he twice. Was like, Jamie's mm-hmm. done, and then he's like, stuck and then he wasn't done. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's like I, I feel like he's just trying to like not say that again. Because then what if he's not? Recently, that he was gonna go and have ten of Brienne's children. They were gonna have children together. Yes. So, I, mean, I think he's trolling, yeah. like he's trolling again. Like I hate to get bring your hopes I up, honestly, writer, but yeah, I honestly think he's just like us, where he's just like he ships it so hard, but yet he's so bitter at the same time. Um, salt. This is salty. No, it's, like, it's, it's happening. It's just gonna suck when it happens. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's not gonna be as satisfying as we just have our hopes really yeah. low. Just, it'll yeah. hopefully it'll impress us because it's that hopes. is good advice. <laughs> right, just, everybody, just, just keep your just hopes just low. Just your brain. Imagine the worst Expect scenario, the worst. like like Littlefinger. Imagine yeah. the worst possible motive you can. <laughs> Don't because every time we do it happens. Imagine it's not working. Imagine imagine Jamie picking up Cersei when they have sex and there you go. Can't get any worse than that. (laughs) Oh, another anon. It finally happened. He left her after seven fucking years. He's free to go fuck loyalty. (laughs) Since Brienne and Todd didn't make it back for Littlefinger's execution, will Jamie run into them on the road? The concept of time is really a joke on this show. Quick question. What do you make of Jamie's I don't believe you to Cersei just before you left? Or before he left, sorry. He doesn't believe she'd actually kill him, or that he doesn't believe that she's actually pregnant, or he can't believe what a selfish cunt she really is. Pardon my French. I think we got confirmation from Nikolai on that, but I mean, I guess, you know. Yeah. yeah. He said how he played it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have another Anon from Tumblr. Bless you for the Night King has dungeon kink. 
It's my one true canon now. Thank fuck this is over. There's a lot of cussing. I love it. <laughs> Only good thing was Jamie looking pretty on his horse and all the jokes about double Aegons all over Tumblr that gave me joy. Please don't hate me, but Carol's speech at the end made more sense to me than all of Tyrion this season. Except Euron's bluffing. They had no idea what would happen beforehand. Why do you think they didn't do the spoiler thing with her at the end, though? Can't wait to hear you. I'm, I'm assuming they meant... Was it the miscarriage spoiler she's talking I know what the... The miscarriage, yeah. yeah. I, guess mm-hmm. I think we're holding Saving. it for next season, yeah. right? Yeah. Or it's a manipulation. Is she definitely going to have a miscarriage? Miscarriage? I mean, it was in the spoilers, but who, yeah, nobody yeah. knows. But That's what I, I think they left like one thing that was quite... I think they intentionally left it open. Yeah, because that would have made a very big difference, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Okay. We have... Um, I think this is another Anon. I'm not sure. Maybe Gmail. I have to say it. D&D are total idiots. They completely missed the point of Robert's rebellion. And by the look of things, we'll have a Danny, John, Dora, Tyrion love rhomboid to look forward to in the future. I love that. I love the love rhomboid. It's love awesome. rom- rhomboid. <laughs> like, whoever asked for this? If I might ask, forgive me if I annoy, but any chance... No one. No one asked so, for so the So many things rhomboid. we never asked for. We got them anyway. But any chance of... I saw someone on Twitter... Polar bear. What did you say? Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I saw someone on Twitter just mentioned, like, is there a man that Danny's met that hasn't, like, fallen in love with oh, her? And I was like, that's true. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Double played. Um, they said, if I might ask, forgive me if I annoy, but any chance of getting that Jamie's dream episode... This not uh, this is not only motivated by my lack of care about Tyrion. I just miss book Jamie, you guys. I miss him so much. Even baby Shrebuchang and all. I miss him. I need a hug. You're gonna get J- book Jamie yeah. in two I weeks. I think that. I think his scene writing back north was book Jamie. Like yeah, he could have easily stayed behind and be like, "Yeah, Cersei, you're right. Let's just us two against the world. We'll go to an island and everyone Gross. can go fuck themselves." But he didn't. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Yeah. No. That was. I feel like that was true to form, Jamie, for sure. Obviously, a little Absolutely. too little, too yeah, late. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got yeah. it at the end. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, that's it. He's yeah. being reborn, and he's Azora High. Then he's Azora High, Jamie. No, I was like, don't you say that. <laughs> <laughs> but that snow was melting on his hand. <laughs> okay. We have another anon. Um, how do D&D make Jamie leaving, which should be amazing, into something frustrating? I had low expectations, but. JB's meetup was disappointing no matter how good the eye acting is. Brienne looked so heartbroken at the end and we only got peripherally that he tried to speak to Cersei. Why is so much of his character development non-existent or off-screen? At least he's free now, even if he's leaving his unborn child. Why? <laughs> but thank you guys for always being a bright spot in all this shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's... In the original script, wasn't it that they noticed Cersei notices Oathkeeper, and then um, they're like staring at each other. And that never Oathkeeper, came up, but that they like up. cut the Oathkeeper part out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember that. Which would have made more sense. <laughs> I remember seeing that too. Yeah, I think it's awfully weird mm. that you think Cersei, if she had, I guess she doesn't know the Valyrian steel is effective because I was like, you'd think she yeah. would have took that from it before had Robert Strong take it to protect herself and not let Jamie run off with it. But just would have been nice if anybody would have mentioned yeah. Oathkeeper. Nobody matches. <laughs> right. yeah, nobody matches. <laughs> yeah. So uh, okay, let's see. We got a few more here. Anon. This is a short one, but I thought it was funny. Do you guys think Trump will still be president by the time season eight comes around? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like 
my hopes for JB. It's off like North Korea. We might not be. Yeah, here. yeah. We'll, we'll expect the worst. <laughs> oh, God. I, know, I know, Jared. We're gonna be obl- obliterated before the next season. <laughs> I've sat in traffic three times in the past two months because of Trump. So fuck oh, him. Because of New Yorker. I live by a stupid golf oh, course. No, they shut Jersey. down the highway by my house every time he's oh, there. Damn. It's awful. Oh my god, same. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's a bastard. Oh yeah, you're down. Oh my gosh, you guys are both getting the Trump effect. Oh, god. Mm-hmm. And I'm like yeah. that Michael Jackson gif eating popcorn watching <laughs> it all happen for Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Two um, Michael Jackson shows. I'm so jealous podcast. of you. Sorry. Who would have thunk it? I mean, America's hat. Canada's like the, you know, the oasis everyone dreams of that keeps Ridiculous all you want. Trump's not our leader. <laughs> Okay. The next one is from Chick Red. Uh, hey guys, the worst part about the finale is knowing they're clearly planning to make JB canon, but also knowing we have to wait like two more years for it. Anyway, I don't ship this show shit. Everyone needs to read the books and mainline some actual Jamie and Brienne. Put this trash in the fire. Yeah, I'm kind of with her. <laughs> I feel the pain. <laughs> I'm just so stubborn that I, that's why I still ship it. Because I'm just like, no, they're going to fucking get it together. I need to watch it on my screen. Straight to the bitter end. Uh, yeah. I put too much time into this. Exactly. I'm not I'm not jumping out on the last season. Yeah. Chicky's had like her sweet relief from it. Yeah, she's been <laughs> sort of. <laughs> just give me my sex. I don't care. Like, honestly. Just yeah. give me- they've got that state to fulfill okay (laughs) (laughs) okay let's (laughs) i got distracted okay the next one is from guile hey everyone i look back on our podcast schedule and realize it is was almost exactly a year ago that we did our first game of thrones season seven preview episode i just wanted to drop a note of thanks to ginmo Jinmo, sorry, Gatto and Donkey, for being great guests and going through this roller coaster of leaks, fake leaks, and filming spoilers with us. It's been crazy and fun. We've got the whole gang on. You guys are all on. Hey, guys! <laughs> I know. Gang. Okay. Uh, okay, let's say in our final preview episode, me, Jinmo, and Clotho each made our fearless predictions for season seven, and I thought I'd reveal the results. You guys did so well. The only question no one got right was that what the opening scene of the season would be. Jinmo got three out of ten right. Clotho got six out of ten, and I got eight out of ten. Woohoo! Damn. I love how she like messages podcast to brag about how she <laughs> was right and everyone. <laughs> I can't be there to say it, but just let everybody know I'm better. Yeah, well, I was so close to getting. I said that it was going to be the wall coming down, and that was their initial, or not the wall, but like the White Walkers coming up to the like walking. Yeah, and that was my initial one, and then they switched it to the Aria. And now I want to listen to that again because I I want to know what I predicted because there have been so many times where I've been bitter and like nothing's going to happen between Jamie and Brienne that I've been like, well, maybe a kiss, and then I've been like, nothing, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the season five would probably be the most depressing oh, to listen gosh. to. I know. I think somebody mentioned <laughs> that, right? Terrible. That they said that they listened and they were like, oh, it's so sad to listen. <laughs> oh, so we have one final email, Anon, from Gmail. It makes me so sad that George Martin's incredible books and characters are being treated like shit. I hate the fact that these showrunners assume to think they know so much about female empowerment. But in fact, it's the complete opposite. I get it. You have a show that's largely a female cast and are mostly major characters, but they're 
they're being treated either like side characters or have no development at all. For example, Danny has dragons and is the ultimate badass bitch burning everything on her way to the throne, blah blah, but it looks like Tyrion, the man, had to tell her she's going about things the wrong way. She needs to calm down. In the books, Danny had a con- has a conscience and thinks about all the wrongs she's done. But in the show, she's a bad bitch and has no conscience whatsoever and needs men like Tyrion and Jon to help her make decisions. Another example, Brienne is an actual character in the books, but in the show, freaking Bronn and Tormund have more lines and love. They're more important than she is in the show. What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I can't argue with that. That's a definite thorn in the yeah. side. That's like, the tea. Yeah. Arya and Sansa actually miss each other in the books, and the show are turning them into enemies with no emotional female companionship. That's your sister, and you love her no matter what you go through. You have more love for a wolf you had for six months than you do your only sister. The men in the show have companionships and bromances. Where is ours? This isn't a female empowering show. I don't care what the majority thinks. There's only old-fashioned tropes in a modern setting. Sorry for the long email. Love your podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's been said several times, but just to reiterate, they need women writers. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They just do. Well, it's yeah. just so funny when they sit around and talk about how they empower women, like, and, like, stuff like that. That is the, that's just oh, so, it's, it's which is why Confederate yeah. should not fucking oh, happen, oh, just saying. Horrible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. They just, yeah. I mean, I, I understand the frustration here with this email, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the end of our mailbag. <laughs> Thanks for beautiful meaty mail. Yeah, that sack is as empty as Theon Greyjoy. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, So we love getting messages as always. You can send them to us at close the door and at gmail dot com. Close the door and come here tumblr.com reach us at door podcast follow us on facebook and please consider supporting this podcast on patreon thank you everybody on this panel we did it one more season season. (laughs) i'd say this episode was pretty positive too yeah it it, it ended better than the last season i'll say because at least jamie is leaving king's landing as opposed to arriving at at it so that's how (laughs) that's how we'll conclude And then next (laughs) week is another you know we've got the recap so that's another thing to look forward to guile i think it's gonna be doing that oh yeah yeah i am not gonna be here i've had enough (laughs) goodbye (laughs) no more (laughs) farewell anyway closing the door get out